Hello and welcome to the DC Drop, where we talk all the news from this week in DC movies, TV, and comics. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Big news, finally, for Black Adam the movie. Haume Colette Sarah is in talks to direct that film for Black Adam, uh, for Black Adam, for New Line and WB. And it was pretty much confirmed by The Rock that if it's not a done deal, it's pretty close. If that name sounds familiar, Colette Sarah was... Back in 2017, he was in the running to direct the next Suicide Squad film before it went to Gavin O'Connor and then James Gunn, but he withdrew to direct Jungle Cruise, which is now in post-production and stars Dwayne Johnson. So not surprisingly that Dwayne Johnson pretty much is heavily involved in choosing who his directors are and who it is. So it's not surprising that it's somebody he's worked with before. Yeah, and it's cool that he can bring along somebody that he has some experience with and seems like likes working with so it's cool that he gets to to bring him back onto this project as well yeah absolutely and to be honest with the names of directors johnson has worked with in the past this is probably one of the best choices if not the best Uh, i'd have to look through uh, recent ones in terms of dwayne johnson productions but colette sarah he's done a ton of liam neeson thrillers that's kind of his thing (laughs) so uh take uh, whatever you want out of that his last film was the commuter which was a liam neeson thriller thing and i think those are i've seen some of them and they're pretty good Uh, i really like the shallows that he directed in 2016 that was basically blake lively versus a shark for less than 90 minutes can't really go wrong there so that was that was actually a really good film for a simple premise so and with jungle cruise i'm sure he's getting into more of a family-friendly thing that might be a little bit more similar to black adam but uh, a, a pretty good choice for black adam i think yeah, he's got a good variety of projects that he's worked on. Like you said, he he tends to favor those like very um, intense, like high stress kind of movies, mm-hmm. either with the sharks or like fast acting uh, Liam Neeson on a train or a plane or a car or something moving fast <laughs> and has to do something sort of movie. Uh, but he's got some good variety. And yeah, he's done some pretty good movies. I've I've seen a few of them and I've enjoyed them all. They've been really enjoyable. And Jungle Cruise will probably be a money making machine. It's got Dwayne Johnson. It's a Disney thing. So it'll probably be good. Family friendly. Like you said, maybe that uh, some of those flavors and notes will come over to this Black Adam movie. Yeah. uh, We still don't know how they're going to go with Black Adam, but because that's a very serious character, but Dwayne Johnson likes his popcorn movie. So I'm, I'm sure they won't go all the way that way, but yeah, I think this can be a good choice. Ultimately, you know, hopefully the, with a good script, I think he can do a really good job directing. He's a talented director, but he's not someone who's usually involved with a, as a writer, which we've seen with a lot of DC movies. So, uh, with a good script, I think he can do a good job directing it. Yeah. Uh, and Dwayne Johnson did share on Instagram uh, about this and a couple more details. He said, cool news announcing Spanish thriller filmmaker Jaime Colette Serra as my director for DC's Black Adam. Jaime and I have worked together for the last two years making Disney's Jungle Cruise. And I've been very impressed with his passion, work ethic, style, vision, tone, and quality. He's hungry to break new ground with Black Adam and give the fans something very cool and special. I raise a double tequila welcoming Jaime and can't wait to bring to life the world's anti-hero in black. So yeah, Dwayne Johnson already hyping up his stuff. That's what he does. And so, you know, he, he said after Shazam came out, maybe early next year, sometime in 2020 for springing, spring that we'll finally get filming, which means possibly 2021 for this film. Yeah. And, and more than any other actor on the planet, I think you can... You can count on Dwayne Johnson to to get a movie done as quickly as possible, to get it done sooner, and to have uh, somehow the scheduling prowess to to get a bunch of stuff done at the same time. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. This is this is coming fairly soon. Yeah. Another thing coming very soon is San Diego Comic Con, July 18th through the 21st this year. 
But for the first time in like 20 years, Warner Brothers is not going to have a presentation at All H, the big hall at the Comic-Con that they do every year, usually Saturday afternoon. They are skipping it. That means no DC stuff where we usually get multiple DC trailers in recent years. Shazam and Aquaman last year, right? Uh, And so no Joker, no Birds of Prey, no Wonder Woman 1984 or anything else for the movies. Uh, Any thoughts on that? I mean, obviously, it's a little disappointing because you you want to if you're a fan of the stuff, you want to see as much of it as possible as soon as possible. Um, But it you know, it's the timing of these films aren't the normal timing, like normal release schedule that uh, some of the movies in the past have been around Comic-Con. And honestly, other than Wonder Woman 1984, the other two films are fairly small. So there's not like they're maybe not wanting to spend the money and time to to get themselves set up in this huge hall. I don't, I can't even imagine what that process is like. Um, but maybe they're just, they're waiting to start the marketing a little later on those or to spend a little less money on the marketing. I'm not really sure. I always question how smart it is to have such a huge dump at San Diego Comic-Con yeah. news-wise because I think so much news comes out that it's easy for something to get lost and you're competing almost against yourself. And I think marketing-wise, I don't know this, but I'm guessing it's probably better to spread it out throughout the year. But it's, it is disappointing uh, because this is one day that DC fans usually have to look forward to or one weekend that DC fans really have to look forward to, even if uh, whatever's been going on, you know, you're getting new stuff. And so from that perspective, it is a uh, bummer because it, it is, you know, sometimes if, if there's movies going on you don't like or if there's movies going on you do like and there's a huge break in between, it is something to look forward to. And I think this has more to do with WB as a whole, maybe stepping back and i know they've had a rough start to this year not a rough start but not a great start to this year uh with their stuff outside of dc so um you know i know they might push back godzilla versus kong so that might have as much to do with not showing this stuff at comic-con but yeah i mean you would think joker that would be a good time to have a last trailer for the joker maybe a first trailer for birds of prey um wonder woman 84 maybe nothing yet but they did show something last year at comic-con exclusively so it's kind of weird but we've seen with marketing and we're going to talk about patty jenkins said that they're waiting until december to start the official wonder woman 84 campaign in full for a movie that comes out next june the marketing for these movies is getting more condensed and more pushed closer to the release date whereas you know it's pretty common a few years back you could count on 11 months out you get your first teaser eight months out you get your first full trailer and then you get two more trailers leading up to it Uh, i think everything is getting condensed and with these being smaller films especially too the marketing is going to be condensed a little bit so not uh terribly surprising but you would think they would you know you kind of wish they would have something there even just for the fans but of course unfortunately all that footage leaks anyway and they don't want to have to deal with that so that's not even really an option anymore unfortunately yeah i was just going to bring up that like especially in the past, I don't know, four or five years, it's gotten it's gotten to the point where you have to release like the full HD version of the trailer on YouTube like simultaneously, or there's going to be somebody live streaming the the trailer that you're showing in the hall, and it's going to get leaked anyway. So it almost I, I don't even know like the amount of money that you're it's true like the amount of money you're putting into this. I don't think it's a good spend. Like if you were looking at it super strictly monetarily, it's not a good spend. Probably like you don't get that return of investment. It's just more like it's a tradition and it's it's cool to like it's something that the fans look forward to, like you said. But, you know, there is there's still at the end of the day, they got to make good financial decisions. Yeah, of course. You know, it's already been implied they will be back next year. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
yeah, I don't, I, I think this is, this seems like a one-off thing where they, they might not have anything really to present that they feel is worthwhile. So they might just skip it. Um, there should be still DC wise, there should be tons of TV, you know, hopefully DC universe stuff, crisis on infinite earth stuff first might get our first real details about that there. Um, animation and lots of comic book news as usual should be coming out of San Diego comic con. So there's still a lot to look forward to if you're a DC fan. Yeah. We also got a new look along with Patty Jenkins saying they weren't going to you know, be pushing the film until December. We got a new look of Gal Gadot, kind of a poster in this golden looking costume armor. I've seen some speculation that it's the golden eagle armor or something from Paradise Lost, something like that. Something It seems unique, but you could see a couple costumes that it looks like. What do you think of it? I mean, regardless of what it's from, it looks amazing. Like, this is really, really cool looking. And then the gold, like, against the insane rainbow metallic background thing, the whatever that is going on, this just looks really, really, really cool. Super, like, 80s retro techno color, whatever you want to call it. But, yeah, I, I'm really digging this look. It looks really, really cool. Yeah. I, I don't know how it's going to fit into the story. I'm assuming she's going to have her normal-ish costume for the majority of the film and this might be just for one scene the final battle or something like that i don't know how it comes into play why she has it why she needs it but it looks really cool i almost this is a cool looking poster i almost wish the we could just get a shot of gal in that costume and yeah. not have to not you know so we could see it all the way through and not have the almost distracting although cool looking w stylized w there but yeah it looks really cool and um don't have much more to add to that from an analytical perspective yeah i do wonder how much it's going to figure into the film and then like is it will she be able be able to use this in the next sequel assuming that it's going to happen in whatever time period or maybe she'll get a cool new costume in whichever uh every new sequel who knows it's just really cool uh, moving on to another director tweeting about another dc movie so matt reeves tweeted just a really short gif of robert pattinson with bat symbol emojis He's not even doing anything. He's just kind of like sitting there <laughs> looking. But um, from a movie, yeah. as far as you know, official confirmation goes, this might be the closest we've gotten um, from someone who is definitely involved. We haven't had like an actual official statement from Warner, Bro- Warner Brothers, but um, maybe this is as official as it's going to get for a while. Yeah, like we talked about with the marketing getting pushed back, they don't really have press releases now. Now that I say that, they'll probably release one saying it's a done. It's it's out there now, but. Yeah, they don't really say, hey, we've got our new Batman. They'll probably do it maybe closer to the start of filming or once filming has already started, that's the way they've, they've done things. But yeah, this is about as official confirmation as we can get. Another fun thing with that, Michael Giacchino just shared a, a picture in Ireland of what looks like a Batman statue. Uh, Giacchino is a composer who's worked with Matt Reeves a lot. So I, I think he's, it could just be a cool, fun picture, but he's, I mean, we've always kind of assumed he would be the one scoring the Batman movie for Matt Reeves because they have works together before yeah it would be i would more be like looking for clues that he's not doing it like does this mean he's not scoring because yeah it's it's kind of an assumed thing because he's done i think he's done every single one of matt reeves films correct yeah i'm not sure about i don't know if he did cloverfield or not um but yeah they've worked together for a lot uh on to shazam news zachary levi had news with an interview with ap news about mtv movie awards and they don't have a specific quote from him but they do say that levi expects to start filming either in late spring or early summer of next year for the sequel to shazam yeah and that's a that's a fairly quick turnaround from uh the movie which we have talked about and makes the most sense you know when you're dealing with child actors you want to get that done 
soon as possible. So that's cool. Shazam was great. I'm excited to see the sequel to it soon. Yeah, and that makes me wonder where that means a lot of things. If Batman's filming early next year, Black Adam maybe early next year, Shazam, I wonder if they'll film all of those at the same time and then just release them whenever they release them or if if that's actually the case, that's just the best case scenario. I don't know. I don't there's not a reason they can't film multiple ones at the same time, especially since they're not all huge films, but um yeah, I think that's if everything goes well, we, there could potentially be spring or early summer, it sounds like. Yeah. Next up, Todd Phillips shared a new look of Walking Phoenix as the Joker from Joker on Instagram uh, with the caption finishing touches and Joker's putting on his makeup. Um, So kind of double entendre there, maybe finishing touches on the movie, finishing touches in the picture. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, yeah, cool looking black and white, very stylized picture. It looks really cool. I think this movie is going to be super stylized. So this kind of seems like an indication of what we're going to get from the film. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming that's applying to the the final editing and everything there for Phillips and not much to say about the the photo other than that kind of looks like Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. That's right. Uh, and then next up, uh, we got a bit of news from Collider about a possible Django Zorro film. Um, so if you don't know, if you didn't see Django Unchained, uh, it was a movie by Quentin Tarantino, but he did a, a DC Dynamite co-production comic book. He helped write it um, like a couple years after the events of the film. And so this movie would be based on that comic book, which was owned by DC um or co published co-published yeah, by published, dc yeah um so there's there's no word if tarantino is going to direct it or not uh, but he has said that he wants um he wants jared carmichael to write the screenplay for the film um so that he has he's produced some films in the past tarantino that he hasn't directed and he said he's going to be done directing so i don't know this isn't a quentin tarantino podcast but maybe he'll direct this maybe he won't um uh, but yeah there's a dc dynamite coat publication that is presumably getting turned into a film yeah and i'm guessing this isn't dc w i don't have any official thing on this but i'm guessing wb and dc don't have the rights to this so uh, they just published it so i don't think i don't know how closely we'll be following it or anything if we do at all but something to pass along let's talk some tv shall we uh kind of a bummer news swamp thing has been canceled after one season at dc universe so this was canceled after the you know officially came out after the first episode came out before episode two was even out so all 10 produced episodes will air uh, until the finale and that will presumably be it for swamp thing yeah this is this is disappointing i, I mean i think they're getting a lot of good buzz a lot of people like them a lot but it's it, it it's not super surprising they already chopped, what was it, three episodes off of what the original season was supposed to be. Um, so the writing was kind of on the wall that this this project wasn't maybe destined to to go as long as they wanted it to. So it's not super surprising that it's getting canceled, but still disappointing. Yeah, and there's been a bunch of weird information about this going back to when the three episodes were chopped. And then with this cancellation, whether it has to do with, you know, I've seen unofficial things. WB is unhappy with the the show even though it's getting really good reviews i've seen that it's too expensive there was a a report that involving tax credits in north carolina which has been debunked so it, i'm sure it's a very expensive show and maybe wb didn't think it was good enough or it would be a, a money maker for them in the long term but disappointing to see swamp thing canceled after one season and we haven't done a review or anything but i've liked what i've seen so far of it and think it is a really really good show uh with 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 a lot of potential, but you know, it's something I hope maybe someplace else looks at, at picking it up. 
And and of course, looming over this is unknown. You know how DC Universe will change or evolve, or what will happen to it once Warner Media's streaming service comes out. How how all that's going to to play into effect? How what is going to happen to DC Universe when that happens and that original content and everything else there? Yeah, and I mean there is still a possibility that this would be a really kind of strange way to do it. But if Swamp Thing is of their original content is the least comic booky, least DC heavy like tied to dc so if they wanted to move this over to warner media and still keep dc universe separate maybe that's something they could do and then kind of revive the show once that streaming service gets uh set up but that that seems unlikely because this would be kind of a not a smart way to do it it seems like but maybe that's a right. possibility yeah I don't, I don't really expect that considering it sounds like wb were the ones to to cancel it so i don't think if they don't think it's a good deal on dc universe i don't think it would be a good deal on warner media's thing but yeah um we'll have to see on that and yeah it's kind of it's kind of in limbo dc universe right now because titans is titans and stargirl are getting prepared for titan season two stargirl season one but i haven't heard any official word on doom patrol season two or anything like that yet so it's it's kind of everything is in limbo but i hope you know those shows are back and and all that but we just gotta wait and see so uh one show closing down a couple other shows that are coming up or maybe coming up so there's a lobo spinoff of krypton is in development at sci-fi so imaging scalen is going to reprise his role um and showrunner cam welsh is developing the project yeah this is i wonder what they will do with it um lobo is a character for me who has always worked best in moderation uh, with him being more of an antagonist so i wonder what they will do with it in fairness i haven't read a lot of solo lobo adventures so i don't know what they would do but you could see how it could be a cool idea to have this fun over the top character being a bounty hunter going from planet to planet hunting down and really open up the cosmic side of the DC universe. Yeah, and it does it does bring up a couple questions of like what time period is it gonna be set in? Are they gonna what what setting is it gonna be like? What planets and parts of the universe is he gonna be traveling what other, through? Yeah. What other DC characters are gonna show up? You know, is this gonna go is he gonna go to Thanagar and see the Hawk people or or what? And with Krypton being set in the past and Lobo being on that show now, is it, is it going to continue from there or is it going to jump ahead to whatever the present day DC universe is there? Um, I'm curious to see. Yeah. But either way, sci-fi has done a really good job with Krypton. So I'm, I'm uh, moderately excited about this Lobo thing. Cause I think they've done a fantastic job with Krypton so far. Yeah. I like what Cam Walsh has done. So uh, I think there could be good things from this. I will say it's just surprising that Lobo, Swamp Thing, all these other characters are, they're very, DC TV and streaming is going heavy into the bigger special effects based characters that you yeah. would expect. Also, news from this, uh, when news from this came out, the Hollywood Reporter article mentioned how the Michael Bay, mentioned the Michael Bay Lobo movie as if that was still a thing. Um, I don't know if that was updated information or is that if that was just kind of re reused filler text from when Lobo was announced of, to be on Krypton. Uh, I know I've seen people running with that, that the Lobo movie is still in development, but I don't know if that's actually the case or if Hollywood Reporter just reused. Sometimes, you know, that, that text at the bottom, the last couple of paragraphs, they just kind of fill in. And that looked very similar to the wording they had when Lobo was first announced for Krypton. So I don't know if that's exactly up to date, um, but who knows, maybe a Lobo movie with Michael Bay is still down the line. Right, that little text at the bottom, you know, Michael Bay is represented by WME. He's working on a Lobo <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah. They just forgot to delete that part, right? That's That seems most likely to me. 
Well, who knows? Yeah. Uh, another new DC related show. We got a full trailer for Pennyworth, um, which is coming out July 28th on Epics. Epics. Um, what did you think of this trailer? It's a full two minutes of pretty gritty, violent uh, action. Yeah, you're, you are right about that. Um, it, it looks like it could be a fun fun spy show which is what we've said all along uh cool it looks looks good like uh, the way it's shot the way it's the cinematography and everything like that is good looking um it looks like it could be a fun darker take on alfred pennyworth yeah the the dark part definitely comes through in the villains the the villains the little part that they've shown so far seems very dark very creepy kind of weird especially the, the female villain and i don't know what whatever she is doing to her victims it seems kind of strange um but i overall i like the feel of it so far the kind of tone that they're striking it looks interesting i think if i might have i i probably wouldn't check this out if it wasn't related to alfred pennyworth but this might get me into to spy stuff yeah well yeah that's, that's what they're hoping huh? yeah exactly. that's what they're hoping for <laughs> and for spy people to be in their gateway into dc yeah that's what they're going for yeah there's a there's some humor too in there like i think at the end Somebody's asking him do or says something along the lines of do right and you'll be a butler before you're 40. Uh, so I'm sure there'll be some some little nods to, to DC stuff like that. Well, I hope I hope they have a little bit of fun with that, you know, without being too on the nose, obviously. But but cool humor like that could be fun in the show. Yeah. The one part I'm still confused about is I don't I don't really understand what Thomas Wayne's role in the show is or what he's doing um, other than he's going to be there to be the connection. And that's how. Uh, Alfred knows the Wayne family. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I we'll see how Thomas and Martha both fit in. Uh, I guess when the show comes out. And lastly, the CW has announced fall 2019 premiere dates for their shows. So early to mid October is when the shows will come back as per usual. Sunday, October 6th will feature Batwoman at eight, Supergirl at nine, with their season or series debuts. Tuesday, October 8th is the Flash at eight. Then the next week, the next Tuesday at 9 p.m., October 15th, Arrow begins its final season at 9 p.m. Monday, October 21st is the Black Lightning at 9, and Legends of Tomorrow, of course, will be back mid-season. Yep, so nothing super surprising here, nothing no groundbreaking information, um, but good to know the exact dates we can expect these shows to be back. Yep, and that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon.